Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Under the Fig Tree. I'm Troy. I'm Bruce. And we have a great discussion topic for today. So glad you joined us. Also, we have a good friend, a good brother of ours, uh, joined us via the phone, good brother Terry Hickman. Hey, good evening, guys. Glad to be here. So we are so glad to have you here uh, to join us, be a part of this. Uh, you, you know how it goes. We, we we wish you could be in studio with us, but but we do what we do, man. We make it work. So um, glad you could join us. Really happy you're here. We have a good topic. I, I, this is one of my favorite things to talk about, especially in discipleship. It kind of puts things in perspective for us. And we're going to talk today about cooperation with God. That's one of those things, man, uh, like I said, in discipleship, try to teach this a lot. There's, there's always a part that we have to do. Right. And uh, I think a lot of times, I think you guys can probably could probably concede to this point that many times we think that uh, we're waiting on God to do something and really God's waiting on us. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we certainly can agree <laughs> with that point. Um, one of my pastors from from back in the day, used to say that all the time. So many times you're waiting on God and God is waiting on you. Yeah. He said, and you're waiting on God and God is waiting on you. Because we have the idea that, okay, Lord, just fix it. Okay, Lord, just do it. Yeah. Okay, Lord, just, Lord, just. And we just sit down and, and there's nothing for us to do. And that's so far from the truth. It is. It's, it's one of those things that kind of gets us tripped up and I believe it, it causes delay uh, because we don't recognize our part. Uh, so one thing I, I did want to start with, this is one of my favorite stories. Uh, it's in Exodus chapter 3, and it's really interesting the way this thing reads. And it, for, for most of you that know, Exodus is the, the story of the, the, the children of Israel being freed from captivity of the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. What I love about this, Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 It says, uh, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And then it says this in verse 8, so I have come down to deliver them out of the land of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. I always think that's funny when you go through all those. Yeah, no, right. I always think that's funny. But verse nine says this. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. And I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. And I'm, I'm reading this deliberately with the pronouns and stuff. You right, know, right, right, right. Because God is explaining his part in it. Then he, he's, he's talking to Moses. He says, come now, therefore, and I will send you to the Pharaoh. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. You said you came down to deliver them. But then you, you, you come to Moses and say, now I'm going to send you. So we we see the part of the people was played when they said when when God said I've heard their cry, so part of their job they cried out to God. Right, right. Which is something that we we have to recognize is 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 a part that we do play. Absolutely. But we can't just Absolutely. stop there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, it, it's it's interesting, man, because I I've asked people this question and, and 
a lot of times over the years. And it's interesting, some of the answers I get, and it's even more interesting and kind of funny, sometimes I get the, the, the blank faces, right? <laughs> and the question that I like to ask, because I asked God this one day, right, was, okay, Lord, if you've done everything through Jesus, everything's done. Why do you need us to pray? Yeah. And it was so simple. It was, well, I want your cooperation. Yeah. I want your cooperation and your participation. Yeah. That was, it was a simple answer, you know what I'm saying? But it blew my mind, right? Yeah. That the God of the universe, the God of all power, all knowing, all glory, right? Says, yeah, I could do it, but I want you to do it with me. I right. want you to participate in it with me. Yeah. In what? In everything. In whatever that is. In the moment, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what say you, Terry? This is actually, I'm thinking about it as you guys are speaking, is actually seems like a continuation of what God intended in the garden. And God could have done it, but yet he wanted to show man their part. He wanted to show that you're going to have a part to play. And yes, I did this, but it's part of our dominion. Am I correct? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And so it's interesting, the dynamic of what we, when we get into it and, and we start looking at it, and it's like, God is like, look, I want to do this with you. I've given you domain, but it's my authority that I want you to use in your domain. Yeah. And so therefore we do this together. Right. So it's, it's great. It's a wonderful picture. I love it. Yeah. And I think that's a great point that you bring up, man. I, I tell people, man, look, I, there's so much in life that you can learn from like the first four chapters of Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first four chapters. So I think that's a great point that you bring up. Yeah. There's, I mean, God could have done all the stuff, but he, he gave it to man to do. And um, I, I firmly believe this. I, I really do believe this, that God can do anything mm -hmm. except for the thing he told you to do. Right. Right. Um, Absolutely. And I, I really do believe that. And, and I liken that to, uh, us as parents, all of us here, we, we have children at some age or another. But if you told your child to go sweep the kitchen, you know, why would you then go grab the broom and sweep the kitchen? Right. You know, right. You, right. To, you told them to do it. Right. So, I, no, I'm, I'm not going to go sweep the kitchen for you. I told you to do it. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to in a lot of cases is there's certain things that we're waiting on God to do. Yeah. When he, he actually told us to take care of it, you take care of this. Yeah, absolutely. I've given you everything you need to take care of this, so you go take care of it. And uh, I think that's one of the points to, to bring out when it comes to cooperating with God. Sure. You know, to look yeah. at it from that perspective. Yeah. And, you know, it's, right. and, and it's not about, and we understand that it's not even, it's not about even rewards, or obedience, or whether we call it cooperation, obedience, what have you, Right. We know that at the at the at the end of the day, it's about relationship. There you go. You know, at the right. end of the day, it's about relationship. I, I I try my best to follow God and to obey, not because I'm afraid that He's going to zap me, <laughs> but neither because I have some expectation that I'm going to get this big reward. Those aren't the those aren't the reasons why I try to obey the God I say I believe in. It's all about relationship. And I think that's the thing that sticks out to me, man. You know, that, uh, but what's interesting also in that is just like a good father. What if the father has, as a human father, has in his heart, you know what? I'm going to really bless that boy. I'm going to ask him to do something. He doesn't even know what's coming. 
but I'm going to bless him real good. So he says, hey, son, go sweep the kitchen. Son says, oh, dad, I don't want to sweep the kitchen. Well, I got to sweep the kitchen. Why can't Junior sweep the kitchen? And blah, 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 right? Doesn't even know what was planned for him. Yeah. Doesn't even know what was waiting on the other side of obedience. I think that's important, too, even though that's not why we're doing it. Correct. You know, that should right. not be the motivation why we're doing it, you know? And I would also add to that, I think it, it, it doesn't cause us to become lazy, if if I did everything for you, that's good, man. Then what do I need you for? I mean, I could have just done it all myself, but it just it it just speaks to the fact, and it's really a great opportunity. I like the fact that you said relationship, because our doing is supposed to be out of relationship. Yes. Yep. So it, it's a great point, a great picture, and yeah. God really gives it, just the, the way the picture is painted. It's just a beautiful picture, a beautiful illustration of how God wants to do life with us. Yeah. And in doing life with us, it takes our cooperation. Yeah. It takes us coming alongside, you know. It takes us really, you know, stepping up and, and saying, okay, God, here's my life. Now what do you want me to do? And go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting. Again, you go back to the text, and he says, look, I have come down to deliver them. That's what God said. He said, now you go. <laughs> like, wait a minute. You said you were going to do this. <laughs> yeah. You said you, you came down to do the work. But why yeah. Why are you sending me? Right, right, you know? right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to do this. <laughs> why well, I got to go. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But there's so much that Moses learned during that journey. Yeah. We all knew God's not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of principles. Yeah. You know, and there's certain right. things about that, that, that Moses walked with God. I mean, there's, there's some things that God just said about Moses. That yeah. Just mind blowing. Yeah, it is. You it know, is. some right. prophets I speak to in dreams and right. in visions, but of my servant Moses, yeah. I will speak face to face. face and to I'm face. like, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And then wow. at the end yeah. of his life, God said, no, nah, I don't want y'all to bury him. Yeah. I'll bury him myself. Yeah. Yeah. I take you care know? of him. Yeah. Myself. I'll bury him. Don't Hands off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. <laughs> But how? But, but does any of that happen if Moses is like, and nah, I don't want to be a part of this, right? right? Or if he's nonchalant about it, exactly. You know, right? It, it's it's interesting, man. I'm thinking of, and and I don't know exactly where it is. You, you one of you guys might know, but speaking of Moses, when he gets the assignment, and he and he goes back and forth with God about, you know, I'm not going unless you go. Right. Yeah. I think that's another dynamic of learning how to cooperate with God, that when you become a friend of God, yeah. when you are in relationship with God, God is putting a demand on you, but you can turn around and put a demand on God, right? And so he right. gets an instruction from God to go to this place, and but he says, God, I'm not going unless you go with me. Yeah. He says, no, I'll send some angels. He said, God, I'm not, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing for the listeners, I'm paraphrasing. But he says, I'm not going unless you go with me. Right. In other words, I'm right. willing to go. I'm willing to cooperate. I'm willing to be obedient, but I'm asking if you'll go with me. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's a great relationship, man. Yeah. Where yeah, the father yeah. in, instructs the son on what to do, but then the son request the father come and watch him do it. Right. Make sure right. that he does it right. <laughs> you got to oversee. 
That's a yeah. beautiful relationship, man. I love that. Man, I mean, that's a beautiful relationship. Uh, I'm thinking of a, a scripture. You know, I'm going to mess this up because some people say Philemon. Some people say Philemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 1 verse 21. It says, confident of your obedience, I write to you. Listen to this. Knowing that you will do even more than I say. Oh, I like that, man. Yeah. Because see now, for me, it it we for me this whole idea of cooperating with God, and we said this off air. We were talking about this off air. The whole idea for me of cooperating with God is recognizing. I like to say it like this, guys: Who's in the room? Recognizing who's supposed to be a part of this of this project, this God project. Right. Recognizing, and not only recognizing, but honoring. Right. Honoring right. all the parts. You know, and the parts in this case is people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honoring all the parts, giving proper honor to all the parts that's supposed to be played out to bring this thing to pass that God has has asked me to be a part of, you know. And so right. when I was in the army, man, you know, I had a I had a first sergeant tell me, he said, he said, Sergeant Franklin, always do the hard job. He said, and always leave something better than when you found it. Mm -hmm. I never forgot that, man. I don't even know the guy was saved. I'm kind of thinking he wasn't, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a different story. But 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 I heard God speak to me through this through this first sergeant. Mm -hmm. He said, always do the hard job. He said, but it's important that you have the mindset to always leave things better than you found it. And that with that mindset, man, you know, well, this is God. He, ha right. he, he has millions of just the color green, billions right. <laughs> of shades of red. You think he might be a little meticulous. And right. so, but we come into this relationship and sometimes we, we're, we're just not, we don't think about it like that. You know what I'm saying? We don't think about how meticulous this God is and how we can walk in a level of perfection and, and have this great relationship with God if we care to press into it like that. Yeah. Sure. It, it, I think it's interesting too that about the pressing we you know in the relationship process we don't even consider the fact that sometimes we don't even a lot of folks don't even know that they can. Yeah. And so therefore they don't even they don't even press in. Right. Because it's a it's that well God's going to do it for me anyway. Well God's going to take care of it anyway. Well, you know, unless God does it, I can't do it and you know, I, I remember having a conversation with a, a, a family member of mine, and he's like, "Well, li well, you know, look, nephew, I can't, you know, I can't do all this and that and the third, and and you know, God is going to have to be the one to do it." And I'm like, "Well, you do realize that you're lending yourself, you're cooperating with God. You right. do realize that, right? It's not just that he's he's not controlling you like a puppet. Yeah, there are no strings on us like that where it's." You know, you know, God, you're going to have to do it. If you don't do it, I can't get up in the morning. If you don't do it, I can't. And, and we're not talking about things like that, but just general things. I'm like, well, man, you know, there's some things you, you're going to have to have cooperation with. <laughs> if you don't yield, then it's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, I think you. that's a beautiful point. There's one of those scriptures that people like to quote all the time is, uh, where they don't don't really quote the scripture completely, but if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. Mm. I'm like, well, you forgot the first part of that is, you know, submit yourself unto God. 
Yeah. Right. You know, there's a there's something you have to do. Yes. Right? There's something you have to do. Um, and it, it boils down to that. I, I will give you the sacred cow warning. Is that cool? It's about to tip over oh. sacred cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like the <laughs> sacred cow alert. Tip it. Right. <laughs> I can give you the sacred cow alert uh, when, when it comes down to it because this is just one of those things, man. People will say this all the time, and I, and I say this because of the point you brought up, uh, Terry. Folks will say this, that if, if, if it's going to happen, you know, if it's God's will, then it'll happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it's right. God's will, it, it'll happen. And I'm one of these, man, I'm just going to be honest with you because the, the, there's just certain questions that you ask, right? Right. Right. And because I've asked certain questions and got the answers from the, from the word, then I can say with 100% assurity the, that God's will is not always accomplished. Right. In, right. In the grand scheme, yes. Yes. Right. On the individual basis, no. That's right. Not so much. Uh, right. If nothing else, the, the, the scriptures tell us it's not the will right. of the Father that any should perish. Right. But that right. all come to repentance. And we yes. know everybody's not coming to repentance. That's exactly we right. We know that. That's right. Right. So, That's right. So that goes against what his actual will is. Yes. Right. So it, on an individual basis, there's things that you have to do. So, it, and I think it's a cop out. You know what I mean? For yeah. a lot of people, I think, Terry, you mentioned the word lazy. It really is a cop out, you know, for people to, to kind of, I guess, condone or justify their own laziness. And, yeah. you know, well, I don't think God wanted it to happen. Well, right. no, that's that's not how it goes. You know, there's well, something right. you got to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, right. you you beat me to it, man. I was I had already <laughs> lined that cow up, man, and, and was wedging, getting getting under his hoof. <laughs> And you got to him before me and tipped him, right? Because, I mean, right. you, you know, and this is not picking on where I'm from. I, I love I love where I'm from. God wanted me to be from there. You know, I'm a Southern boy at heart, you know. And um, But I, 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 that, that phrase, yeah. if it be the Lord's will, yeah. it's right. just, it, oh, my goodness, it permeates a large swath. I don't get to use swath. A large <laughs> swath. There you go. Of people that I know, you know, and people that are from my, you know, from my background and so on and so forth. And people, even people that are in my family that absolutely believe that, well, you know, it, and to me, okay, this might be a smaller cow, but I'm going to tip them anyway. Yeah, go ahead. To <laughs> me, it's no different than K Sarah Sarah. Whatever right. will be, will be. Will be. You exactly. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? It's like, no, no. Read your Bible. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Read your Bible. Right. There there are hundreds, hundreds of scriptures that that lend to, if not very specifically, suggest or direct us to cooperate with God. Sure. That's right. You know, that's right. Sure. It's not like he whispered it, you know, and it's over in one of those books that nobody, nobody reads. You know, no, it's it's all through the Bible, New Testament and Old Testament, man. Yeah, you. There's that's no right. great move of God that you see uh, in, in the Bible where he did not use the cooperation of a man or a group of men, a group of people. There's, there's. He's always going to use people. He always Anything uses people. Anything he accomplishes here in the earth, that's he's exactly always going right. to use people. I know in uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, 
then uh, chapter three, somewhere around there, where it starts talking about uh, the the watering and the planting, and the, <laughs> you got it, <laughs> right? Yeah, Bruce has got the same script. I done took away a cow from him now. And He's away taking away my cows and my scriptures, Terry. <laughs> I have the scripture pulled up, man, waiting for him to stop so I can jump in the double Dutch rope. <laughs> and he goes right to my scripture, man. It's First Corinthians three six. Three six. Okay. Yeah. I planted Apollo's watered. Yeah. But God gives the increase. God gives the increase. Right. And and I, I right. think uh, when you get a little further down, uh, it starts talking about us being co-laborers. Yes. Uh, We're co co-laborers, uh, which means you literally work with God. Co. You, you literally, literally right. work. And I think we do have this mentality. I think religion has taught us this mentality that we work for God. Yeah. But that's not right. what a co-laborer that's right. is. Yeah. That's not what a co-laborer is. Yeah, A co-laborer is one that works alongside. Wow. Um, as a right. matter of fact, the, the Holy Spirit is described as a paraclete, one yes. who comes alongside. Who comes alongside. Help, right? Yes. So yes. It, it's, it's interesting that, you know, how we get that dynamic that we work for God when he's shouting the whole time. Yes. No, come, come with me. Come with work me. Work with me. Yeah. Work with me. That's yeah. right. And um, I don't that's know, right. man. I think that's one of those things that religion has tried to rob us of. Yes. Is, yes. Is being in cooperation with God and working alongside Him. Yeah, man. To get His will accomplished here in the earth. Boy, that's really good. You know, I I think it's interesting, and I and an interesting point to bring up is, and I thought about this because I think the other side of that is, is people think it presumptuous to say. And, and, you know, to, say, to, to, to even try to say, this is what I'm going to do next. or this is in terms of the assignment, they are afraid to go, well, this is what we're going to do next week. And they go, well, you know, you know, you can't do that because, you don't know, tomorrow's not promised to no man. So we can't really say. <laughs> and they never consider this, the fact that, well, wait a minute, are you finished? Do you have you said like Paul, I've finished my course, I've run my race. Right. And so why would you not say in the course of knowing that you're cooperating with God, knowing that you've not completed the work, why wouldn't you say it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. Yeah, absolutely. I want to go back to that co for a minute, man, because, see, we I, I was just having this conversation yesterday in our in our home group, you know, in our home church group. And uh, and and, you know, w the point came out that. You know, we 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 co-died with him. Galatians two, we was co-crucified. Crucified with Christ. With him, yeah. Mm -hmm. We were co-resurrected. Yeah. With him. Yeah, man. We're co-heirs. That's right. With him, and now we get to co-operate. Yeah. Co-operate with him. It is Paraclete. It it's. Holy Spirit, you just said it. He's saying, come, come, let us do this together. And we talked yesterday about how sometimes if we're not careful, we, we will get transfixed on the destination and completely forget about the journey. Yeah. And what I'm finding out about God is that God loves the journey. He loves, he, you know what I'm saying? It's the walking alongside him and him pointing out these beautiful things that I would have otherwise missed because of the blinders that religion puts on me 
that says, no, it's about the destination. You just got to get there. You got to get to heaven. Yeah. And, and you miss all that you're supposed to enjoy with him here in the earth on the way to heaven. You know, yeah. Right. Paul was 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 knocked off a, a donkey on his way to Damascus. Right. Yes. Right. He wasn't at his destination. He wasn't at his destination. And he wasn't at his starting point. That's right. It was on the That's way right. that he he encountered Christ, and I think we forget that sometimes. To your point, we 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 forsake the the journey. Yes. Because we're so concerned about where we came from. Yes. Or where we're going. Yes. That we. You don't get to enjoy the time that where you're going to encounter him more than likely is on the way. That's, uh, that's so I good. Think that's something that we have to keep in the forefront of our minds. That's Respect so good. The journey, man. man that's it's not that. That's an interesting. That's a great point. How would you say fear and shame and condemnation affects the stepping out in that area? Hey, that's all the time we have for today. We thank you so much for spending your time with us. Make sure to join us next time as we continue this conversation about cooperation with God here under the picture.